Welcome to the All 49ers Show. I'm Grant Cohn. That's Jose Sanchez. We're the writers for All 49ers, which is part of Fan Nation, which is in the Sports Illustrated Network, technically. Uh, the Niners are in their bye week, and so it's time for us to sort of like take a deep breath and take stock of where the Niners are at. Uh, heading into the last game, we were really concerned about the Niners' offense, and then boom, they give the ball to Christian McCaffrey a million times, and they score 31 points. My question for Jose to start off the the show is, has the 49ers offense found itself? Uh, they found Christian McCaffrey. And, uh, <laughs> they, found, they found him and they traded him. They identified him and like, hey, we can use this, this, this little magnificent guy right here. Let's like every play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The game plan and going into the Rams. Get the ball, McCaffrey, and get the hell out of the way. <laughs> Literally, that's yeah. it. Get the ball in his hands and make him do magic. Um, mm-hmm. Look, uh, and I, I kind of feel like a little bit right now going to this question. I feel like uh, Eminem and Eight Mile and Papa Dop because I know I know what you're about to say. You're gonna say it's the Rams and who cares about this offense stuff like that. You don't know what I'm gonna say. I, I, I keep you on your toes. I think you don't know what, what I'm gonna say. say but uh-huh. no, I, I think um, I'd say they found themselves in terms of other than McCaffrey that they know what the offense. This this is what the offense was gonna look like with him in in the fold. This is kind of, that's kind of how I imagine it. So I think it's not it's more than just the Rams. It's more than just because they had they were coming off a bye. They had every motivation to actually show up for that game, and he did everything that I thought he would do and more. I didn't. I would never expect he was gonna throw a passing touchdown. I don't think he really can. But right, the way he was running the football, the way he was acting as a receiver, as that outlet for Garoppolo and everything. That's exactly what I thought made this a worthwhile trade because they had no one else who could do that, and everyone was just keying in on um everyone was just keying in on Debo Samuel. So now mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's like they did that without Debo Samuel. Imagine once you get him back there. So I think they would. That's going to be really where they're going to find themselves. So you thought you knew what I was going to say. You thought that you is knew what, what you're going to say, Grant. Stop lying. Hold on. So has the offense found itself? Yes, in the sense that it's going to be going through Christian McCaffrey the rest of the season. Can we agree on that? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. uh, Debo, thank you for all that you've done. Last year was amazing. And enjoy the the checks that we cut for you. But the offense isn't going through Debo anymore when he comes back. Because Debo is having a down season. Like, drops are up. Uh, He's not getting down the field. Are they up or the normal? Because he had drops last year, too. Remember that? His drop percentage is up from last year, which is bad because it was bad last year. Uh, Not getting down the field. Um not effective as a running back anymore. Basically what he does is run screens and, you know, the occasional slant. I mean, and that's a big reason why the Niners offense wasn't working. I mean, when the Niners target Debo this year, their quarterback rating is 70. Uh, and then Jawan Jennings was an even bigger flop. When they target him, their quarterback ratings in the 40s. So now you have a guy who can sort of replace both of them until they figure it out, which is uh, good. So, yeah, they found themselves in, in that sense. It's all about Christian McCaffrey now. The other guy that's great on this offense is Ayuk, but they don't really have the quarterback to really fully take advantage of Ayuk's talents. And oh. Kittle is still good, but not exact. He's not like – he's not Christian McCaffrey, right? He's not taking over games the way he used to, the way that McCaffrey just did. So, yeah, they found itself. But what I want to say is, like, my theory about this offense is that the thing really holding it back is Kyle Shanahan, not the players. Oh, yeah. And I felt like – I. That showed itself against Kansas City, but you could say that was, you know, McCaffrey's first game. And then against the Rams, they destroyed the Rams, but they always destroy the Rams. So for for me to feel that Kyle Shanahan has turned a corner and figured it out this year with the current group of uh, assistants he has, he's going to have to do it against some non-divisional opponents, at least not the Rams, you know. So I'm open-minded, but I can't just change my 
it's higher opinion because he put the like the smackdown on the Rams again. Like he's we know he can do that. And I give him credit for that. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you were right. I, I was gonna use the Rams excuse. I got there eventually. I see. <laughs> Mother. But no, I would, <laughs> I would say that that, that um, no the Kyle Shannon point it's it's always been like him holding his back. I think I think me and you were kinda of in agreement uh last week or whenever he was acquired two weeks ago that uh the McCaffrey acquisition was literally just like a bailout for Shannon. It's like the guy can't think of anything, so let's just get some plays where I can like have him like make me look better and get the execution up right, which you know what it's it's like a credit to him at the same time. It's like, hey, he identified like he can't do it. So why as well bring a player that can really like bring the most out of his offense since you know he can't he can't do it himself. So bring a player that's gonna look that's what he's doing. He's bringing a player who can do it all at an extremely yeah. high level. Now you just gotta I, hope fingers crossed that he sustains this and doesn't get banged up. I just love Kyle. Like he's such a troll. You know, everyone says you, you can't trade this much for a running back. He does it. And then they're like, okay, well. That's a little bit of an unorthodox trade, but it could work out as long as the 49ers keep him healthy and manage his workload. He's like, what? What'd you say? What'd you say? 27 touches. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to do what you guys tell me to do. I'm going to use Christian McCaffrey, and if he gets hurt, that's football. That's Kyle. So, yeah, Drop it's man. the CMC show from now on. It's run C- I heard someone say run CMC. I almost threw up. CMC is the California music channel. It's on like channel eight, and they'd be playing like, you know. Oh, CMT. Well, I established this three already. CMC is the California music channel, and I think it was channel eight when we were kids. Oh, wait, California music channel. They're talking about country. Yes. Yes. No, CM, that's different. The country Jack, Jack, <laughs> Jack Jackson says, FYI, Grant, the Niners now have nine picks for 2023 and zero in the top 100, but nine picks nonetheless. And Wilson Jr. for a fifth, considering how awesome the Niners' fifth round picks have turned out. The five years, including this year, from G. Kittle to uh, S. Womack. Well, we'll talk about that. How many great fifth-round picks have they got? Talano and Kittle are two for sure, but like not like every fifth-round. Trent Trent Taylor was a fifth-round pick. Um, Diamador Lenore is a fifth-round pick. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Okay, hold on. Let's talk about this Jeff Wilson. Will the Niners trading away Jeff Wilson Jr. sting them down the line? Yes. Yes, I'm. I'm. I feel so so adamant about this because it's it's. Come on, man! The running backs fly. They drop like flies in this in this in this offense. Yeah. What Kyle Shanahan does to running backs is they get spit up and they get chewed up and spit out. I mean, yeah. and you have already two commodities in Elijah Mitchell and McCaffrey that are proven to be you know injured, injury prone, especially Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell got injured twice in a must span. One knocked him out of training camp. One knocked him out for the first half of the season. And all of a sudden, like the running back situation is going to be fine. You're going to, if any of those guys miss time, you're going to be okay with TDP. And now you're back to square one all over again. Or you're going to suddenly mention Jordan Mason. Like, no, you can't mention Jordan Mason because the time to run him was weeks ago. (laughs) Not now when it's like, all right, we're kind of screwed here. Um, Let's get his feet wet down the stretch in the playoff push. Hey, man, we need you. I thought the whole whole keeping Jeff Wilson thing, and I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite. I'm I'm a gambling man myself. You know that is was he would have been good to hedge your bets keeping right. Jeff Wilson. It would have been a bet right. hedge, and just short term. Like it makes sense. Like long term. Right. Like okay, get the fifth round pick. We're, we we're well in the fifth round. And if God forbid any of these guys miss some time, multiple games especially, then we got a guy who can just keep rotating and circulating, keep the offense afloat. And it'll it'll still lose his luster, but you know, 
And it's like, to your point, it's it's an acknowledgement that the Niners can't keep their running backs healthy. So let's get numbers here. But then it's like, no, actually, we can keep our running backs healthy. Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell are going to make it through the rest of the 17-game season, even though they're both little, and we're going to run them to the to the dearth. To the dearth. That's not a word. It's not even, a, it's not even like a, a workload thing either, because how many – Mitchell got injured on like a six carry against the Bears. I mean – like it's people want to say oh it's like, like cut the volume it's like yeah you cut the volume and i always hear that in theory it, it should make sense right but you know you ultimately to me it's like hey injury prone players are gonna get, get injured. injured and that's, that's mitchell it's fair um mccaffrey at the most part so far has been relatively like strong this year so let's keep knocking on wood for that but um, they're using him like he's freaking marshawn lynch right now or i, I mean it's a little alarming I, they, they shouldn't do the 27 touch thing again i don't think they're gonna cost- do it was out of necessity though I hope, well, there's a thing. Like, so down the stretch, they're up 17, and they're using oh, yeah, McCaffrey yeah, yeah, right. to do the, the three right. runs and punt thing. Stupid. And then it asked about it, Kyle was like, well, we almost lost a game to Detroit last year. It's like, hold on. So you're telling me that putting Jeff Wilson Jr. or any other running back in the game would cost you the game? <laughs> Jeff Wilson Jr. is a good player. So to me, what was happening was they didn't want to play Jeff Wilson Jr. last week because they wanted to trade him. Trade. They wanted to trade him. So they're like, oh, man, we, we can't let him get hurt here. We definitely don't want to run him into a brick wall at the end of the game. So, okay, so now you, you risked Christian McCaffrey because you needed that fifth-round pick. Like, come on, what is with the decision-making here? I I hope they can keep these running backs healthy, but that hasn't been their track record. And I just feel like at a certain point, week 16, they're going to be like, damn, we are we got Ty Davis Price out here with his 2.3 yards per carry. Maybe we could have had Jeff Wilson. <laughs> yeah, that's where it's like – that. that's where it's really going to, like, sting. It's like if any of those guys miss time, like – you you can escape go like a, a game or two away from them, but they miss more than that. That's when it's like you know what? If one we had you know Jeff, Will, especially if it's Chris McCaffrey out, because we saw how Wilson does in the in like filling in for like a Mitchell spot. If you go from McCaffrey to Mitch, uh, Wilson, it's like okay, you can still survive with McCaffrey as your lone back, not Mitchell. But to me, it's like you let him go. I, I get he was going to leave next year, but it, it's short term versus long term. Yeah. And like I, I, the McCaffrey move, I get it was like a total a whole picture. To me, it's more this that acquisition McCaffrey was skewed more towards now getting this mm-hmm. offense on on track now because you need to take advantage of a weekend of seeing get your offense going to pick up the slack uh, to match the match the energy of your defense. So now now you don't have that that little hedge that little contingency, and I, I just don't trust Mitchell. I don't trust Mitchell. I, I would probably bet he's gonna get hurt again. That's what I want to say. Like he got hurt repeatedly last year. And then this offseason, he had surgery and missed minicamp and OTAs, came in for the beginning of training camp, lasted about two weeks, got hurt again, was shut down for the rest of training camp. They activated him for week one, got hurt in, what, the first or second quarter? Uh, He hasn't been healthy at all, all year. And the Niners are like, oh, he's coming back. Like, okay, what what are you realistically expecting from Elijah Mitchell? Yeah, he's not really prepared for this and – and frankly, Jeff Wilson Jr. has been there every step of the way this year. He's kind of like the Brandon Ayuka, your running back room. He's in terrific tip-top shape, but now he's gone. Another thing I want to say is, uh, okay, so you traded Jeff Wilson Jr. for a fifth. That's great. You took him from an undrafted free agent to a fifth-round pick. That's a nice you, – You, I mean, something out of nothing. What about Ty Davis Price? You spent a third-round pick on Ty Davis Price less than a year, half six months ago. What is he worth now? What is he worth now? Nothing? Less than that. <laughs> nothing. Less less than nothing. Already. That's not good. 
So maybe, I mean, maybe. So we're supposed to say, oh, look at all this value they got from their running. Don't talk to me about value at the running back position for the Niners. They have wasted so many assets on this position to get a fifth round pick back for Jeff Wilson Jr. Frankly, I think that's a good trade for Miami. Like to me, I'm talking value for Miami. Oh, you got Jeff Wilson for a fifth? Beautiful. Wow. Nice. And add that on to Tyreek Hill and Bradley Chubb and da 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 da. Like that's a team that's going places. So not the Niners aren't because the Niners, the NFC is terrible. But um, just a strange move at the deadline. Like, you just want to make yourself worse and thinner? Cool. Elijah Mitchell's coming back, guys. Well, what does that mean, Kyle? What does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, we're going to play Jordan Mason now, I promise. All right, well, better. David the Prankster says, Jose, has Grant gotten a CMC tattoo yet? If so, where? (laughs) Yeah, I've always had a CMC tattoo. I love the California Music Channel, man. Channel 8, baby. I had to look it up on my phone just now. I was like, there's no such thing as a California Music Channel. Oh, yeah. It's a Bay Area thing. thing. It's like public access. I'm telling you, it's like public access. It's not. It's not um, cable. It's one of these things that's on. Like when you come home, you know, we usually played sports after school, so we weren't watching three o'clock public access TV. But if you ever came home, it was on. What the hell was they playing there? What kind of music? Nothing good. (laughs) I remember, like, I used to play tennis in eighth grade, and at the 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 tennis club that used to always have that on. When you get there, it was like, what the hell is this channel? Why can't you put it on MTV? That's what I used to think. I just I don't know. I just saw how crusty the logo was. It looks so It's bad. so bad. We got to get that for, for Christian McCaffrey. Hey, thanks for coming to member. Uh, Scott Hill. Hey, Grant. How concerned are you regarding Armstead not being on the field? It's not good. I mean, he's approaching. He's, yeah. in, a late, he's in his late 20s. Plantar fasciitis is, the, is a kind of injury that comes on when you get older. And it like, there's no timetable for it. It's like you check him every week. Hey, is, is it still hurt? Yep. Okay. Well. We'll give it a shot next week. It's it's unpredictable and it does. It's, it's not great. It might and you can see they need him. Tissue because I don't think he's worth the money they pay him, but they need him. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, I mean, it's just saying. I've seen, I've seen. I remember like just seeing running backs like all the time for like just growing up watching football, like plantar fasciitis and the other injury, Liz Frank, like all those injuries, like like are kind of yeah. like like similar in the same in the same realm in terms of like these things linger. And they will yeah. mess you up. So, I mean, I, I don't – this guy's going to play hurt for the rest of the year if he comes back. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I just wanted to shout out, shout out Dreddin. You're, you're a member. I wanted to say your name on the show. Calvin Spire says, what if the Niners lost to the Finns in the Super Bowl? Huh. It, it could happen. The Niners definitely could go back to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, the That's league is down. Let's let's talk. Well, we're gonna get to the the Niners playoff expectations in a minute, but I want to keep going through. Sunday, we gotta watch like other games and not them for once. To be honest, <sighs> Tell them what I'm yeah. watch. I guess we have yeah. to. I, I guess I'm gonna try to watch the NFC West, like Seattle and stuff like that, for like prep for like next month or the yeah. Cardinals. But it's like Jesus, this is bad. That's what I'm gonna tell my wife when we do nothing on Sunday. I'm work. I have to do prep. I have to watch football. It's prep though. It's research. It's not for fun. You know hey, I, do. I wake up at like it's 9 prep. 30 get the coffee going just turn on whatever games i want to watch got the ipad going like all right see that's how you can sell it as prep to, to well that's how i can sell it as prep to my wife get the coffee instead of beer i'm not i'm not enjoying this this is i'm taking notes i have my glasses on this is serious you got a notepad just nothing but doodles <laughs> <laughs> okay okay should the 49ers sign odell beckham jr he's available He's always thirsty to go to the team that's on the path to the Super Bowl. He was the missing ingredient for the Rams last year. What do you say? Odell Beckham Jr. Hell to the nah. <laughs> no. Hell to the nah to the nah. Why? 
Wait, who's going to throw it? To, I mean, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to harp on Jimmy because Jimmy's actually, Jimmy's actually been fine this year. He's been fine. Yeah. You know, We all know his limitations, but he's working fine with him. limitations, but yeah. Odell's strength is the moderate to deep game. What are you going to do? Convert him into a hitch route player? No. Christian McCaffrey can throw those passes. Huh? Christian McCaffrey can throw those passes. It's no problem. <laughs> yeah, he could throw them no problem. You're right. But great. How many times are you going to throw that at a game? But, um... Uh, yeah, don't don't pick him up. Come on, you got you got you clicking. It seems like you're getting you got a you got Kittle starting to get on a groove finally. Thank God. Um, Debo Samuel's gonna come back. I don't know what capacity at wide receiver, but at, you figure with McCaffrey taking a lot more of those handoffs, you could probably implement him now more to that, so you can get more of a a balanced feel on offense. So that way the defense isn't key in on him. Just, yeah. just don't, man. Just, I don't get it. What, what do you need to sign him for? You already got uh, the best, one of the best weapons offensively in the league, McCaffrey. McCaffrey is already your best offensive player now. Um, what's Odell going to do? Be your fourth best offensive weapon? Yeah. I mean, I yeah, how many targets a game is Odell Beckham going to get? Like, how many targets a game would he get here? You couldn't give him more than Ayuk or Debo or Kittle or McCaffrey. So he'd be fifth in the pecking order at best, which means three targets in a game. Mm-hmm. Why would he want to do that? He doesn't seem like he, I mean, I don't know if he's a team guy. I've never met Odell Beckham, but is he that much of a team guy that he needs to move to Santa Clara for his three targets a game? Like, I mean, I like Chris, I, I like, you know, Chick-fil-A as much as the next guy, but like, do you, do you need to really uproot your whole life for that? I don't know. It's his choice. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to, what are they going to pay him? Like the vet men? <laughs> hey man, come over here. Take the vet men, live in a duplex next to Chick-fil-A. That's hell of expensive. And, uh, you know, carry Debo's pads around and make him feel good. I, it doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> Chick-fil-A is overrated, just like the idea of bringing Odell to the 49ers. Hey, we got five guys, too. If you don't like Chick-fil-A, we also have five guys. You got choices I'm not spending, here. I'm not spending $25 on a burger. But, um, anyway, uh, yeah, this this idea, of, like, look, how many times? Is that both our phones? Is that just no, my that's phone? You. That's you. Are you all right? Are, are they looking for you? Are you There's lost? A endangered adult. Is it you? I hope okay. it's not me. I don't think it's me. Are you okay? But no. How many? I was gonna say. What was I gonna say? Oh, the passing attempts with uh with with Jimmy Garoppolo that are actually past the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? Uh, you're gonna convert Adele into the Cooper Cup Debo Samuel offense? That makes. Hey, no hey, sense, bro. hey! You want to run slants? Hey, we're running slants this week. What do you think? That would dude, he's gonna get whacked. He's he's such a big target. Like, dude, that's why he needs to, he needs those ten plus yard routes. And what is, Jimmy's just gonna sail it. He's gonna sell. I don't think that. they need a third receiver. Like, they're all they about do. throwing to running backs and tight ends. Right you got two wide receivers, two tight ends, two running backs, and a fullback that you can throw to. I I don't think they need a third wide. And whenever Juwan Jennings wants to start catching the ball again, he could be part of the group as well. But I actually think Ray Ray McLeod's been okay. I mean, he's been okay. So, I don't think they what? need him. Dropping balls I mean, is not okay, bro. Yeah, he has dropped some that balls. That pisses me off. Anyone sure. who's ever played football, especially you play skill you watch that, that pisses I me off. I feel like they're using him incorrectly. Like, why are you throwing deep to 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 Ray Ray? <laughs> Throw deep to Ross Dwelly. That works. Ray Ray should be, like, getting screens. I'm just saying. Well, didn't, like, a couple – well, at least a couple of practices I went to in training camp, wasn't he, like, getting, like, some handful of routes, like, that were, like, 10-plus? I, well, they weren't vertically. It looked like, well, I, I saw. Oh, like, you're talking the route hobbled. tree? He was kind of hobbled, but it was like, I remember those like 10 yeah. to 20 yard routes he would be running, but they were more like crossers. Yeah, like digs and stuff. Um, So we both have thumbs down, two thumbs down. I wish I had more thumbs so I could give this four thumbs down <laughs> for Odell Beckham Jr. Well, I mean, you together is four. <clears throat> I guess six. 
Cali Tremor says Chewy Gomez used to be on CMC. That's what I'm saying. Like, and Chewy Gomez was the man on uh, 949 forever. Jesus. See, like, in now the I'm like, I was thinking, like, what do you mean he used to be on Chewy Gomez? Africa? I'm like, oh, wait, whoops. <laughs> That's how much I didn't know about that. I was like, what the hell does that mean? Like, what are you talking What are you getting at here, bro? Come on. Jose's a little too young to know about Chewy. You don't know about Dude, Chewy look Gomez. At this. Do you? this is so ugly. What is this? CMC what? with the, like, the fog. But you don't know about Chewy Gomez. Chewy Gomez is a, is a legend. Do you know about Chewy? You don't know about Chewy. Of course, not about Chewy. He knows about our family. He, he he reps the our other restaurant right here. He does. Chewy yeah, Gomez okay, is like yeah. E forty. He's, he's like the. On the radio. He's been famous forever. Josh Olivas Olivas says, "Has this been your wildest season covering?" Um, wildest. Twenty fourteen when they were eight and eight and Harbaugh was getting it was the rumors of Harbaugh getting fired. That was wild. Um, the twenty nineteen season was crazy. That came out of nowhere. Uh, last season was pretty crazy. I don't know, man. It's been. This one's up there. This one's up there. I can't Last necessarily say it's the most. Because they, they went from like, all right, there's no way they're going to the playoffs. And all of a sudden, Debo, wait, Debo in the backfield? Interesting. Then it's just home run after home run after home run. Yeah. It was like, what the hell are we watching? And Man, then where they, was this all year? Week 17 or week 18? Like, how? My God, dude. Who saw that coming? Not me. <laughs> Sign Not me. Odell if he can play right tackle. He couldn't be worse than their current right tackle. Oh God! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, it's funny. It's it's funny. Like on our group, my cousin Krub chat. One of my cousins used to be an offensive lineman, and I was be I always say like, "Hey, Alfredo could do a better job." He's like, "Damn right I could. <laughs> Damn right I could." Just step out there instead of McGlinchey. Sheesh. <laughs> Zachary Kelway says every year, despite injuries, other teams being good, roster limitations, etc. The team finished the season strong. Kyle deserves credit for this. Hey, man, they're 4-4, four and four and they haven't finished the season yet. Can we just reserve judgment? I feel like we haven't learned much about this team. Um, they're 3-0 in their division. They're 1-4 outside the division. They got four games outside the division in the next five. We're going to learn who they are in the next month. But to just project forward and give him credit ahead of time is not something I do, but you can do that. And I appreciate on, your on the Kyle subject. Like honestly, like I, I don't want to hear the Jimmy Garoppolo excuse. I've been seeing a lot yeah, of that. Yeah, me too. Like, me to too. Be honest, he's been fine this year. He's, he's been, been fine. fine. He's been fine. Teams yeah, have won Super Bowls with worse first. quarterbacks. What a, yeah, and they have. Throw away at the end of the half in Atlanta. Like, dude, he's he's been fine. He's getting close. He's, he's fine. Pretty, he's he's on a 2019 level almost. I mean, he has clear limitations. He's not going to throw the ball away or throw the ball down the field or avoid sacks. But he can do what he does. And with the, the, the talent around him, it should be – and the defense, it should be enough for them to at least – I don't want to say it yet. I don't want to say because we're going to get there. I'm going to say it yet. I was like, dude, it's not on you, Kyle. The quarterback it's on you, bud. No more excuses. That's, that's the, the thing I like most about the Christian McCaffrey trade is this guy has been, like, thriving off excuses for his entire time here. Um, no more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no more. Failed. It's That's over. No more. Jack Jackson says, Grant, CMC gave the offense something I haven't seen in this offense outlet. CMC knows how to find a spot for Jimmy to save the play when a good defense covers well. That means something. Yeah. From the backfield. I mean, I mean, against the Rams, not against the Chiefs. I'd like to just see it against some more teams. But, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, like, let, let's not overreact to one game against the Rams. Uh, the team they've been owning since 2019. That's they've been cool. owning this team. And the, and the problem with this team is that they're unprepared against the teams they don't know. They don't know the Chargers. The Chargers are a terribly coached team. They're yeah. worse coached than, than the Niners. I mean, that's not a, They're really bad. So this is a team the Niners should beat, but they lost to Nathaniel Hackett, the worst coach in the league. So anything's possible, as Kevin Garnett would say. 
San Francisco Sound says, hey, Grant, I love the Sly Stone album cover in the background. Thank you. It's my mom's. Question, what will the Niners do with Jimmy G if they win the Super Bowl franchise tag? Trade Jimmy Trey. Man, I understand people's minds going there, but, like, dude, they just beat the Rams one time, and now we're talking about what happens if Jimmy wins the Super Bowl. Oof. Can we're we do it first? Already. If like he wins the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure he's getting a, a big-time contract with the Niners. How could you not? How could you not? But he'd have to – He's. He's going to have to do it first. I really don't think they'd get an extension. He'd get an extension, to be honest. Even if he won the Super Bowl? I don't yeah. think so. And if he does, I don't think he signs it. I don't think he signs he it. He's going to cash in. He's going to cash in on the biggest contract of his life after that. You realize how good that's that's going to be a sell? Like, I, th- this team didn't want me. I was a backup. I was a team-friendly guy. I came through. I played great. I led him to a Super Bowl. Give me my money him. right now. And then I gave him the double bird salute in the way out? Maybe. Jovell Bennett says, how are, how are you guys? Good. Do you believe Kyle got CMC for trade next year? And will they draft a tight end to go uh, with wait for it, Ross pick game dwelling in trade? Kittle. Um, I think it's I think they're committed to Kittle. They extended him again. I don't think they get much cap savings if they trade him. Um, Kyle for CMC for trade next year? No, I think he got uh, CMC to save this season. I think he saw this season going bad. I think he saw... D- Debo Samuel looking like not himself. Like, hey, man, Debo's not going to save us. Uh, I can't get the ball to Ayuk down. Well, our quarterback can't get the ball to Ayuk down the field. Kittle ain't going to save us. Um, what do we do? I think that's. I think it was desperation for this year. And maybe he was right. I don't know. He got CMC for himself. I mean, come on. And it was 80. I think it was so heavily skewed to this year. Offense was, it was, offense it, was bad. It's, it's it was. like pretty much. Bad. Here's, here's Christian McCaffrey. Clear. Boom. All right. Right pretty on. Pretty much. Pretty right much. On. They were flatlining. They were. Yes. J- uh, Jersey Six says, "What will they do if Jimmy Fragilio gets injured?" Um, creativity, the creativity on these on these names is magnificent. They, I know what they'll do is they won't win the Super Bowl. That's what that's what they'll do. Yeah, or maybe all of a sudden Trey Lance will be magically healthy again. Although I don't necessarily expect that. Jason Verrett, uh, active last game, but didn't play. Uh, first game back on turf makes sense. He got he tore his ACL on turf last year, high risk of injury on turf. Now he's got another week to just prepare, get his feet underneath him, and the next game is at home on grass against the Chargers. Do you think he'll play in that game? Yes. I think he'll start. Oh. oh. I think he'll start too. Yeah? I think he's gonna start. Uh Why? I think at some point, I think um I think that's the I think that's the perfect time. It's 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 time it's you gotta see what you're gonna have. There's no better debut. I mean the only drawback I would have, okay, first, first of all, it'd be a good debut. It's been weeks. You've had him practice. It's been over three. It's going to be like a month now, over a month. Um, you give him this time. Uh, you you saw him how you ramped it up in initial practices. He got sore, but so far has responded strong against that. You got him suited up in warm ups. It looks like you responded well against that, to our knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you got another break for allowing him to rest and just keep doing field work, whatever. It's going to be time to get him out there. Maybe not start, but at least get him out there. I think they should start him. It's time, dude. The Chargers don't really have receivers out there outside of Keaton Allen. He's coming off an injury. How much is he going to be used? Um, I think you just got to you just got to see now because you need to get that. It's time to get that little. It's time to get him heated up, so that way he can get a push and be somewhere close to what he was. You want to find out, find that out if he can be that. Um, mm-hmm. The only drawback I would say is him, like maybe not starting, uh, because it's on a it's prime time. Maybe a lot of lights. You may, maybe he could feel the pressure. It could be like thinking like a little nervous. So, and, and the Niners have been adamant, like we don't want him to be like in the Steelers game. We just threw him out there, and it was a bad situation, high leverage situation, pressure. So, 
I think they should start him, and I think they will. I think they will too. Uh, I don't know how much longer you can wait, and it's like to your point, you got to see what you got. If if not now, then never. And what's interesting, I don't know really what to expect from Jason Verrett. It might be like 2019 when he just wasn't ready, and they got to shut it down and hope for next year, or maybe he's ready to go. And if he is, this team Dangerous. has oof, yeah. Because I don't look at the defense the same way. I feel like without Emmanuel Mosley, this defense can be exploited by the best offenses. Just like but last if you have, yeah, if you have two top level corners, all of a sudden it's going to look like it looked earlier in the season. Even if Armstead isn't out there, where you're getting coverage sacks and turnovers and stuff. So um, this this is huge. The answer to this question is huge. Whether he plays and plays at a high level is going to determine how far this. I mean, maybe even more than their quarterback play. Their cornerback play, yeah, Jason Verrett. And if and if he can't go in any capacity, that's already starting to be like, okay, now I'm kind of starting getting a little alarmed here. You like, you're, you're still like, I mean, I get you're trying to bring him along slowly, but now it's like, okay, let's let's be a little concerned here. Let's, okay, okay. And at that point, yeah. it wouldn't be time to panic, but it's I'd be like, all right, he's not ready to go because I really was confident he would have been able to go now. And it's like, if if not now, then when? I mean, how much how much right. along? Uh, I, I'm sure he wants to go out there and say screw it, but I, I, they they had to kind of you know protect him from himself. But ultimately, uh, at what point? At one point, you're right. going to figure it out. It's going to be the week after that against um whoever the hell they play next. I really don't know who they play after that next week. Um, Arizona that, in in Mexico. Is it really already? Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah. you can play him. Oh god, against Kyler Murray, where he's going to have to really like start to have sudden movements and coverage, where a guy who's going to be scrambling. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. going to be the offense. Uh, the way they're going to have to defend, it's not going to be in the structure. They're going to have to figure out how to play back right. guard ball, and that's a lot more sudden reactions. I think twitch in his knee. Well, the thing with Verrett, like to your point, they opened his practice window up early this year. They could have waited. I mean, when they opened it up, they opened it at the same time as Jimmy Ward, and it was like, oh, so you're optimistic things are going well and so far there haven't been any like setbacks they used the full practice window they activated him that it was fair not to play him on turf for his first game but yeah if he doesn't play in this game after a bye and he's at home on grass you have to wonder like (coughs) did you were you a little too ambitious with Jason Verrett should you have gone a little slow or or is there is it just not going to happen this year for Jason Verrett? Uh, I guess we'll yeah. find out. But this is a big, this is huge for the Niners. Because if it's not him, it's going to be Diamador Lenore in the starting uh, lineup the rest of the year. And frankly, he's not. He's not. I think they just activated him. You could say it soon. I think they activated, and I thought that too. But actually, after you said it just now, I think they had to do it early just so they can just get him on the field, like legally. They just get him. It's like, and at that point, screw it. We'll stash him because he's worth the stashing to take our defense back to the same heights as before, because, you know, like I've been saying all year, like Emmanuel Mosley went down. I had doubts about this defense sustaining itself because it's going to be the same defense we saw last year. Look, they were able to overcome Aziz Alshahir, Dre Greenlaw missing a little bit of playing time. Eric Armstead, Kinlaw, all these, they were able to come all these players. They can't overcome one of the corners being out. Yeah. That's rough. Cause no. then we get 2021 vibes and that defense was good too. No, I'm, I'm not saying that they opened his, practice vid, uh, window too early. I'm saying that the fact that they opened it so early indicates that the plan is probably to start him as after the bye. So that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Good for Jason. Hopefully he's ready. Dave, uh, David, the uh, prankster says, I'm a Niners fan, but I'm hoping for failure for Trey's sake. Wow, that's a very strange place to be mentally, but I feel you. Because Kyle is bad for him long-term. Vote for Ken Dorsey in 2023. I see what you mean. And I do kind of feel like Jed would like Ken Dorsey because he always hires first-timers that have no track record as head coaches. My question with Ken Dorsey is, um, would he want to come to the 49ers? 
Yeah. Would he want to come to the 49ers? I mean, he could probably go coach Justin Herbert. Uh, and what would his coaching staff be? I think a, an underrated factor for the success of coaches is who can they get as position coaches? With, with Harbaugh, he had a bunch of like vets who were at the top of their profession making lots of money. You know, With Kyle, he had a bunch of people he knew from way back, and he was right on them. They've all gotten hired. Now he's having a tough time replacing them. So that would be my question with Ken Dorsey. I'd be more interested in bringing back Harbaugh just because yeah. you know it could work with him, but you know Jed would never, ever, 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 ever do that. So it's not really an issue I mean, to talk about. Jim came back for the reunion. I know it's just a reunion, but still, like, the fact that, that he did that, that's a major step, man. That's a major freaking step. It felt like optics for me. It was like Jed being so. like, hey, man, I'm, you know, look at me, everyone. I'm, I've grown. Do you think they said a word to each other that day? Yes. Oh, man. I don't know the answer. I, I don't think, think they, they had did. to just maybe just the formal greetings and, and stuff like that. Maybe How they did. I, maybe they did. Maybe they did. I have no idea. I would That's guess no. So though. too deep, I think. Zachary Kelway says 2019 and last year we lose to Super Bowl winners. Why put pressure on Kyle when we have been one play away? Because, because the plays away have been his fault. Yeah, man. I mean, he also did the same thing in Atlanta. There's no reward for being second place in your conference or in the NFL. Those are just missed opportunities. Even Kyle said in 2019 he believed the Niners had the best team in the league that year. Well, that means that you underperformed by your own standard. So, look, I mean, he has another golden opportunity to win a Super Bowl this year. Get it done. Otherwise, people are going to wonder, is this a roster that you know other coaches could seal the deal with and not Kyle? And that's a fair question to ask. That was the situation with the Warriors when they were good but not great. With Mark Jackson, all of a sudden you bring in the right coach and Steve Kerr and you win immediately. And I'm wondering if the Niners are that team too. So Kyle has a chance number six to prove that he can seal the deal. He he fumbled the baton. He fumbled it in Atlanta. He fumbled it in 2019 and last year. So dude, this is a fourth opportunity. And now you got Christian McCaffrey. Prove it. Prove it. McVay did. Prove it. Prove it. I mean, look at look at the Eagles. They won a Super Bowl with Doug Peterson. He had one down year, and they're like, you know what? I think he's washed. Thank you for your Super Bowl victory. You're fired after one bad year. We're hiring Nick Sirianni. I mean, it was the right move. He's undefeated. So if you are a savvy organization, trust your evaluations of these people. The problem with the Niners is Jed isn't savvy. He doesn't know when a coach is good or bad, and if he fired Kyle, he's liable to hire someone like Jim Tom Sula because he doesn't know what he's doing. So I understand that from Niner fans' perspective. Like, you really want Jed York uh, leading another search? No. No. You know what he could do. I mean, if he fired himself and, and brought someone else on to lead the search, like Joe Lacob, I'd feel a lot more comfortable about getting a new coach. But for Jed, Kyle might be the best. He well, no, J Jim Harbaugh was the best he could do, but he already messed that up. Yeah, he just... Kyle... To me, it's just Kyle's just tied with Trey Lance. I know it's not looking at all good so far. It's been terrible. But ultimately, he's tied to the hip for him. And I think if you can't figure it out with him the next two years, then it's like Kyle needs to be looked at differently. Because it's it's great. No one cares about if you hit the other pick. On the one big pick you made in 49ers history, and it was for a quarterback, come on. A lot of a lot of what you have, your legacy and your resume, needs to get somewhat tarnished for that if you couldn't figure it out. Because you identified him, so either you can't identify to save your life, or you brought him up terribly. Or both. Yeah. Uh, Kev says, did your source reply back on Brady and the Niners? Yeah, he wasn't my source. He was just a crazy guy in my DMs. And he replied back saying uh -huh. that I got him fired from his job and I need to fix it. So 
I don't know who he is, but um, John, <laughs> sorry, uh, David Velez, realistically, they only need Verrett to play like Verrett in three games this year in January. They can slow play him all they want till then. Damn, throwing him into a playoff game for his first start is a hell of a – that's crazy. No, Don't you do can't that. do that. You got to get him ready now. Like, for example, Van Jefferson came back from his injury. and like, no, Did he play in the game? I don't, no one has a, no. a huge first game back from, a, from an injury. Like, you have to gradually build up. Jose knows what I'm talking about. Jose Manuel Rodriguez knows what I'm talking about. Thank you, Jose. No, here he is. First Spanish lesson for your Mexican trip. Uh, JJ, uh, JG SL Mejor. What's that mean? He's the best. He's good. Is that what it means? He's he's nice. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you say that when you go down there. <laughs> Timothy says, "Grant, is there a racial divide in the locker room or just Whoa. some clicks?" Whoa, I'm not touching that. I always see all the white players together in photo shoots. Am I wrong? I don't know if you're wrong. I I couldn't. I'll ask. Hey, Mike McGlinchey, is there a racial divide in this <laughs> locker room? <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm not in there like that. I'm I'm only in there when they know you're in there, and you know. People are different when the media is around. I don't know. All right, here's the question. What is the playoff outlook for the 49ers? Are we talking no playoffs, playoff appearance, NFC Championship appearance, Super Bowl appearance, Lombardi? What are we talking? This is a tough question because I had to look <clears> – <throat> I like to look at the schedule when I was looking at it uh, days ago. And the Niners have only three road games the rest of the way. And two of them aren't even two road games. One of them is Mexico City. Right, it's probably going to be a home home game. To be honest, number two is Vegas. V- Raiders don't. That's have like an hour flight. There. That's like it's an hour really, flight. Yes, it's yeah. really just freaking the Seattle game on Thursday night, where it's and that's like an hour and a half flight. I mean, that's I nothing. Lose that one. Um, and another yeah. another bonus. Another bonus about no no not as many turf fields. So boom. <laughs> so that's another benefit. Um, I think two what more. You're at here is the brink of a division winner. And a wild card, so I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I think missing the playoffs is too impossible to do because NFC sucks. Um, yeah. But where I draw the line is Seattle's a legitimate contender. My yeah. God, did they clothesline me and plenty of other people who critique me them? Too. I, call them I call them the definition of garbage. Yeah, before me the season. <laughs> I said they enough, were tanking. I said they were tanking. Yeah, dude, you got Geno Smith playing like a top ten quarterback right now. He's easily a Pro Bowler in the NFC right now if he just keeps this level of play. The running game, Kenneth Walker is a stud. The defense is actually solid now. This is a different yeah. team than they played in week two. So yeah. I'm a little fearful of them. I think the Niners are going to drop that game on Thursday night. Um, it's Other just more that. so how many games can you reel off? So I think it's going to come down. To, it's going to be a 2019 style down to the wire where they win the division. It's going to be close. It's going to be so freaking close. Uh, yeah. Um, I went through the, the, the schedule with my dad yesterday. I said that they would finish 10-7. and seven. It looks like 10-7. and seven. But again, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt the way that I gave them the benefit of the doubt when I picked them to beat Chicago, Denver, and Atlanta. And I feel like why I'm hesitant with this team is I feel like they haven't shown their true colors yet. What I mean is they're 3-0 and in the division but and 1-4 and outside of the division. They're not going to make the playoffs going 6-0 and in the NFC West and 2-8 and or 2-9 and outside. The, it's not going to happen. And they just might do that. Uh, I need to... I need to see what they look like against um, the Chargers, the Bucks, the uh, the Saints, and the uh, the Dolphins. Because right now, I mean, they've they, they've lost to worse teams than all those teams. So I just right. don't know. I, I expect that now that they've had a bye week and two two months to get their feet underneath them, and Christian McCaffrey's on the team, that they'll handle business. 
against the Saints and the Bucks and all these and the Chargers. I mean, the Seahawks just destroyed the Chargers by two touchdowns. The Niners should do that too, but they also should have beaten Atlanta and they also should have beaten Denver. So I'm a little hesitant to say that they're going to be like in the Super Bowl. But frankly, if they do what they're supposed to do, they should be in the NFC Championship game. Like in terms of raw talent, the only team that can compete with them in the NFC is Philly and Minnesota. Although it's it's not like Minnesota's in a whole different tier than the Niners. I think um, I think where it gets challenging, and matter of fact, I'll throw Seattle in there too because I get, yeah. I really feel like they're the legitimate like because they've always happened to yeah make it a game even though it wasn't it's a true. game in week two. Um, look, the, we we mentioned the you mentioned the next five games. I see the 49ers winning out of four to five, and I know I, I, you're, you're throwing the money about that because. It's a tale of two 49ers. It's the one we yeah. see against the Rams we want to believe, and it's the one against other teams where it's like, well, where's the median in this, bro? Can we find yeah. some, some – can we deliberate here? Can we figure something out? And to me, I, I think I'm going to buy into this is literally 2021 all over again. You acquired or you, you made a move in the offense, Debo Samuel to running back, Christian McCaffrey to the team. Mm-hmm. You beat the Rams. You mollywopped them. And now you saved your season and you propelled your offense. And now I think that's going to, that's going to catapult them and building momentum for the future. I, I think this is 2021 all over again, except this time it's going to have more rewards in terms of winning the division because the division stinks and the NFC overall stinks outside of a couple of teams. And I think I, I look as much as even the, how they fare against other teams outside of the Rams and the NFC West as a whole, I, I, I can't see them losing the Chargers. I know you said Nathaniel Hackett, but I'll say I'll chalk it up as Jimmy G's first game more so than anything. And the Chargers, man, talk about underachieving. They're the most underachieving team in the league right now because, my God, I, I, I can see them losing the Cardinals. I think they'll lose that game because high altitude, you know, Kyler Murray always punches them in the mouth. And then Saints, Dolphins, but I, they could probably lose the, the Dolphins game, really. Uh, I mean, I know they're at home, but, my God, you're, you're going against a team that uh, offense that knows you runs the football well and has like two speed demons. My God, it's going to be tough for them. I mean, other than that, they should beat a lot of people here. They should, they shouldn't lose more than three more, three to four more games. They're going to beat the hell out of the Raiders, the commanders. Uh, I just, this is all in their favor. They had to get that offense clicking. Even, even if it's just a level or two off from the, uh, from this last game against the Rams. All right. I hear you, man. Um, But I, I, I just not as confident as you. I mean, I'm looking at what the Niners have done outside the division, and they're one and three. And so they've beaten the only team outside the division they've beaten is the Panthers with Matt Rule, who, frankly, they're way better now without Matt. If, if they had gotten rid of Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield before, that might have actually been a game. So the Niners have proven nothing outside their division. And you may, I mean, they had some excuses, but like, yeah, and that was uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's first game starting, but he did come in relief in the last. Uh, the week before and look good against a team in the division that they know. So I'm just curious. There's some theories with this team that all the new coaches are struggling and it seems like they only do well when they can go back and look at Mike McDaniel's notes from last year and be like, all right, what did we do against the Rams? What did we do against Seattle? Okay, cool. But what about when these, when they can't copy off Mike McDaniel's notes from the past on teams that they have, like the Chargers? I'm really curious to see what happens against the Chargers. We're going to learn a lot. Mm-hmm. Two weeks to prepare, no Mike McDaniel, team you don't know, at a conference. It's going to be really interesting. They should smash the Chargers. If they don't, they got problems. So I guess we'll find out. 
the Chargers do put up points. I think they'll get in, in the really 20s. good quarterback. It'll probably be like 20, 23. It should be like a 28, 20 game, really. Um, but I think, look, honestly, I'm not totally confident. I'm just speaking from what should, what I'm thinking, like trying to logically think about. It's more so like the copy and paste recipe from last year. It's literally being applied this year. That's why they made the McCaffrey uh, trade. They're trying to really think about what worked last year. We don't have McDaniel. We don't have coaching staff. We're still figuring out. Oh, I know. Yeah. Making a move on offense and getting someone who'd be a new explosive player. So that's it's it's literally a cop out, and it's so far it worked dividends. I mean, the guy was in the facility for like eight minutes, and all of a sudden he's over there making an impact, like he's been there for years. Um, and it's it's say, harder to it's harder to prepare for the Niners' offense now because they have a new element that you don't yes, know how they're yeah, going to use week to week. He could and throw, he could catch. Like you don't know, yeah. Now. Yeah. So to me, it's like it's like all right. Now you have a lot more. You have new fire to play with. You have more ingredients to cook with in terms of creativity. If you can't figure it out, that's why your point, and I'm with you on that. Is like there's no excuses for Kyle Shanahan now. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear it's like look. If you're not performing well against the Chargers coming out of a bye, you know I understand it's a new staff, but you saw what worked so far with McCaffrey. You got plenty of talent. Look, the point of being you getting paid all this money as an offensive uh, play caller is you gotta you gotta be able to make the most of these players. And if you're not able to, then what are you doing here? What are you making all that yeah. money for? You're, you might also, be yeah. Also, like the whole new coaching staff thing is like a good excuse for September and October. But now you're into the second half of the season. You have a bye week. Bye like week. Trey Lance has been gone. You got Christian McCaffrey here. It's it's on. They have two weeks to figure out the rest of the season with a new, uh, you know ingredient with with a new you know what it is, a new cast of characters if they're good forget the the beginning of the season doesn't matter if they're good they should be able to figure this out the rest of the way and if they do the nfc sucks like seattle's i mean good not great nothing against seattle but like come on they're good not great same with minnesota the best team in the nfc is philly that hasn't proven anything in the playoffs yet this could be the niners year there's no excuses. No excuse. I don't want to hear that Trey Lance isn't there. No excuses. Uh, they should be expected to win the Super Bowl this year. That's the, the carpet's laid out for them perfectly right now. Absolutely. Yeah, man. The Rams are a joke. There is no team. I mean, how many teams are actually good, are really good in the league right now? Uh, Philly. There's three. There's been three all year. There's been three. And the Niners got blown out by one. But they have. I mean, they have time to prove that they could be number four. They're not there yet, though. They're not there yet. No, they they just got to get Chris says CMC is was jank. Oh, the other CMC. Chewy was the VJ when I was a kid. He was on channel 20 in the South Bay. Kyle had to use 23 the way he did to justify the trade. Agree. Um, offensive player of the week. Do you think he'll take 22 now that Jeff Wilson's gone? No, who cares? Swaggy. Mike Baker says, thanks for all the great coverage and keeping Jed, staff, and coaches all honest. I, I did as much as I could last week. I had a feeling the Niners might beat the, the Rams and I have to shut up, so I just really went hard all, all week. But now I can't anymore. I'll, next time they lose, I got you. David the Prankster says, Chargers game, do you think Nick will sack Jimmy for Joey's sake uh, with him injured? Nick will sack Jimmy. Oh, yeah. He'll just run on the field and sack Jimmy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Sorry, Jim. Anyway. Sorry, Sorry Jim. <laughs> um, I hate to be a downer, but I still feel like after eight games, we we know very little about this team. They faced the Chiefs, got blown out. Okay, well, they're four um, four, so that makes sense. Yeah, they beat the Seahawks. Like, what is this guy? Where are these guys? Yeah, I feel like the season just started. Like is starting now. They they messed around the first half of the year. They got Christian McCaffrey. They have a whole new direction with their team. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, whole new season now. It's a whole whole new season, and it starts right now. So, 
But thank God they won that game because it would have got dark going into that bye. You realize how how nuclear it would have been, and rightfully yeah. so. Going three and five that, back, back years. But they won, and they're getting all kind of players oh. back healthy, and the NFC sucks. And I think Niner fans are feeling like, hey, man, why not this year? And I feel the same way. Why not this year? This is a great, another great opportunity. The Super Bowl window is freaking wide the freak open. That was terrible. Wide the freak open. Plenty, Do it. <laughs> I mean, plenty of playoff teams this year and in the past have been able to operate with just two elite offensive players. I mean, the Chiefs for years. I know they're more established with passing game and Dolphins. and But still, the fact that these guys can all operate such, so, with such versatility kind of like has like a same replication in terms of impact. I, th- I think they should be fine. They should be fine. Just, just figure it out. Just make sure you're consistent. Don't have too many stalled out drives. Um and, and you'll be fine. I mean, look, look how look in the second half how good the offense played against the Rams. They actually sustained long drives, and that saved the defense to me. It's like, how many times are you gonna rely on the defense to do everything for you? They can't stay on the field for so long. And then sure enough, I, I saw them I saw them that long drive. I was like, watch, three and out coming. <laughs> three and out came in that second half, and then they were just they just piled it on, piled it on. Complimentary football. Offense needs to help the defense out, and sure enough, it's gonna help, it's gonna help them save their season. It's really all it the seems, I don't care anything if, about defense. If Kyle just gets the pecking order right on offense, it could work. Because the problem, one of the big problems this in the first half of the year was that they had Debo at the top of the pecking order when he didn't deserve to be there anymore. He missed the offseason. He's a little out of shape. He was not producing the way he was in the past. Now he's out, and you can see you don't need him right now. You got McCaffrey and Ayuk. Those two are at the top of their games, and Kittle's still good too. So now you can fold Debo back in as like a third option. That's a really tough third option to stop. It's a really tough third option to stop. Yeah, I think that's going to be it. I think we're going to see like, I mean, not Kittle, uh, Debo start ripping off more of those home run plays we saw for scores. He's going to, it's going to be Kyle like having like, having like his revolver in hand and the six bullets on the table. He's like, all right, McCaffrey, 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 Kittle, IU, load one up in the chamber. Guess what's coming? Boom. Touchdown. Yeah, when you least expect it. Because right now, like the, the way you can use Debo is becoming more and more limited. The wideback stuff gone is gone. He's not getting down the field. It, Jimmy's his quarterback. Uh, he's dropping passes. All right, well, the screen game is still deadly with him. You still need to throw him like three, four screens a game, and one of them could be a 50-yard gain. So, yeah, he's still, he's still important to this team. It's just you don't have to – he doesn't have to be Jerry Rice anymore. He can just be regular old Debo, which is a problem for other teams if used correctly. DRB says people forget Kyle was drawn up plays for CMC on the plane back from Lance. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I liked it. Corey Soto says beating the Rams doesn't really dispel any of the skepticism we had before the game. True. Losing to ATL Denver and shy means there's no such thing as an easy schedule. True. And this about to be tougher. And this about be the tougher end. This is true. That's what I, we are going to learn. This November is going to be very informative. It's going to be great. You I'm really looking forward I don't to know it. If you saw the Niners have the top five easiest schedule the rest of the way. Did you see that? I didn't see the that. Top five easiest schedule. Legit. In terms of the winning record that the teams have now. Um, it's true. And but again, they lost. Like they've they've lost to teams with losing record. They've lost to two teams with losing records, and one team is 500. Yeah. All hey, to Atlanta's credit, they beat Seattle, didn't they? I think they did. Uh, did they? When did they play Seattle? Early in the season. A few weeks ago. I'm just going to say that on my channel without looking it up. I'm sorry. What am I, Colin Cowherd? <laughs> Do you see Colin Cowherd talking about that ru- that running back named Armstrong who doesn't exist? That was great. Thank you, Colin. Appreciate you. Keep being you. Never change. Do you see that? It was so good. Colin, like, off national media people are morons. I still remember he when was- Stephen A said Hunter Henry about the Chargers or some team, and it's like, Hunter Henry's been on the Chargers for years, bro, or something like that. Like, what you- That's People ask me, like, hey, man, do you want to, like, be a national talking head on – 
you know, around the horn or, or, or like Colin Cowherd. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure they, I'm sure it's fun and you get paid a lot, but I'm supposed to suddenly pretend like I'm an expert of every team and every sport. Like That's I can't hard, do that. Man. That's, That's hard. Teams we are do now. Because you're not an expert at every team and every sport. You're pretending. And you might pretend really well, you know, 364 days of the year. But that one day where you're not on it, you just might say Armstrong over and over and over again. And that's the thing that people remember. So I'm having a great life just talking about the one team that I know a little bit about. I'm cool. I don't know. I don't know. That's why I got Game Pass. I'll just watch the condensed version. I'll try to give like somewhat. I won't. I won't even. I'll, I'll. When I say stuff about a team, a grain of salt. Like Atlanta, I watched them all year. I said, I said, hey, they're a scrappy team. Don't don't sleep on them. They look decent. You know, Marcus Mariota is fast as hell. Lamar Jackson fast. And God, Mike, he's fast as hell, dude. He's yeah. so fast. Yeah, Mark Marcus Mariota is a good player. I like seeing the the his revival and Geno Smith's revival. These are great because you know, the NFL. Crazy though. The NFL become very much a league where it's like, man, you're a quarterback and you're 25 and you haven't had success yet. You're out. I mean, look at Trubisky. Like all the, you're out. You suck. Darnold, um, Baker Mayfield. And it's like actually, it's a really hard position, and maybe like teams should do a better job of developing these players. And I mean, Gino and Marcus Mariota got chewed up, spit out years ago, and now it's like actually, you know, we're 30. We're still pretty athletic. We're better than this stiff twenty-three-year-old you got here. Like, can we get another chance? Yes, it's pretty age cool. Really the position where age uh, quarterbacks really the position that doesn't really carry much weight. Nah, no. And if you can survive on a team and like keep learning, you might just get another. You might just work out. Unless your name is Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> not sure why he's not still in the league. Adam Paul says, "What would be the most fun home game to go to now?" What do you mean? I mean, I'm 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 excited to go to the Vegas one. I like going to Vegas. I would say probably be Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay what? or Arizona. Oh, home game. I see what you mean. Yeah, home okay. game. Okay, yeah, I didn't understand what you were talking Shoot, about. Maybe uh, the next game. I mean, I'm always like a proponent like, hey, going Miami. to nighttime games are always the funnest ones to go to. Miami. Miami. Miami would be a sick one. I mean, Jeff look- Wilson Jr., Raheem Mostert, come back to the Bay. Hey, the Niners have already been burned this year. The Niners have been burned this year by Jarek McKinnon, Dante Pettis, it is preordained that one of Raheem Mostert or Jeff Wilson Jr. is getting some trifecta's coming. And I tweeted that yeah. yesterday. I was like, "Are we going to see the trifecta of Jeff Wilson? Uh, someone I totally forgot Raheem Mostert, Raheem Mostert, and then someone else. I had Trent Sherfield. I was like, Trent Sherfield, I forgot about that guy. Um, isn't River Craycraft on that team too? <laughs> I don't know. Yes, he be, absolutely. He might man. be a practice squad player. So the, it's all it all comes first full circle, baby. <laughs> Wes Welker's over there. That's like Niners, right. Niners Southeast. Niners Southeast. One of my cousins called them the South Beach Niners. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I like that. All right, guys. Well, thanks for watching. Um, the Niners have no media availability today. They're chilling. I'm chilling. I'll be back. Niners after dark with Jesse when it's still light out. Although it's starting to get darker late earlier. So that's something. Doesn't matter. Anyway, thanks for watching. Were you a good homeowner yesterday? Okay, so I, we got 100 pieces of candy. We were ready. We did, we did the jack-o'-lantern. We had two jack-o'-lanterns. We got zero trick-or-treaters. No way, dude. Zero. What's up with that? You see where I live? Is it? Is it? Is it because we're on a little bit of a hill? Or? Like, maybe because you're on a hill. Because when I was growing yeah. up, I always I have my my neighborhood is like random as hell. There's flat. There's hills. There's yeah. dips. It's like let's not go that way. <laughs> I'm cool, bro. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So now I just have hella candy that I'll be eating myself. At least you didn't get egged. That's cool. It's true. I fell asleep at 7.30 and I was worried that kids might, you know, but my wife stayed up. I was so tired after that LA trip, man.
I don't know why. It's because it was. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Jose, good stuff. Right See you later tonight. Have a safe day. I don't know.